0: Welcome to the Rise Out Podcast. I'm your host, Kaz Casillas, husband, father, and performance coach whose main emphasis is to optimize human performance at all levels and help you make the decisions needed to live well, feel well. This show is geared towards high-performing parents who are stressed, overworked, overwhelmed, exhausted, are losing hope, and being pulled in every direction while expected to take care of everybody else's needs before their own. It's time to rise out from the ashes, emerge into your new life, become stronger, more courageous, powerful, more resilient, and acquire the knowledge needed to make better decisions to live well, feel well. Here's today's episode. Enjoy. Today on the show, we have Donovan Hurd. He's working towards bringing positive impact while raising mental health awareness, accountability, and keeping the faith in one's journey through content creation, empowerment, and his brand, Conquer the Complex. Welcome to the show, Donovan. How's it going today, man?
1: Hey, man. How's it going? How's it going? I appreciate you having me on. Hey, anytime, man. Tell
0: me a little bit about yourself, man, because I know that you're doing a lot in the the mental health awareness space, the accountability space, as well as empowerment. Who is Donovan Hurd and why are you doing everything you're doing man
1: oh i love it um well i mean yeah so mental health is mental health awareness has been definitely something special to me for one just because it's it it holds a a, it comes close to home so uh, my mom just about i want to say maybe 15 16 years ago she suffered from a a brain tumor so thankfully you know she you know she's gone through recovery surgery went well, but the ramifications from that you know is something that I've been able to see from the longest you know dealing with she's dealing i've seen stages of like depression yeah, yeah. i have seen different stages of you know like um the bipolar like i I've seen you know the the ups and downs the mood swings and it's I've seen how different um perspectives of it you know in in other spaces have have basically gotten awareness from it some people kind of dismiss certain things others are fully engaged I mean I've seen you know it all you know from from my family's perspective it's been something we we struggled with kind of like trying to figure out like what's going on with her like uh, how is she feeling today I mean she understanding uh what what mood is she in today how if she's even if she's forgetting or if she's just intentionally not trying to remember certain like it was It was a struggle for you know the family for years and uh, and it was something that definitely sparked my interest when it came to like behavioral health George, and man. mental health and initially, when I was younger, I didn't think of it as something that I could continue to you know dive further into as as an like a, a an awareness and gaining you know uh, knowledge about it but the more and more I, I started diving into it i had the more and more I found interest the more I found that you know, a lot of pe- people do have a certain stigma or a certain perspective when it comes to mental health Yeah. and really, you know, some of them aren't necessarily the most positive yeah. and then that, that brings up the whole conversation about therapy, right? And like, um, growing, growing up in, you know, a, a mixed family whole, you know, black and, you know, Puerto Rican, like the, the Latin side, it, it very anti almost, it don't don't necessarily you know agree when it comes to like you know going to going to a therapist like it's you something has to be completely wrong with you if you're going to yeah, go most see definitely. Therapy. and and I, I i'm thankful that i had to ask the questions as to like why that is okay. and so when i started asking questions even to my family i kind of got i would get ridiculed every now and then um i, I would see the way it, uh it was it was talked about through conversations and i didn't agree with it so That's, that's where it kind of came on the the mental health awareness side of really being able to like break the stigma on it, being able to show people like, it's okay to like ask for help. It's okay. Like you don't necessarily have something wrong with you. You're just struggling with a certain, with a certain aspect of what's going on in your life. Like your experience, you're not defined by your experience. Right. So, um, really just being able to be vulnerable with that, um, seeking the help that you need and understanding like it is a journey and understanding that you know your journey is going to, is going to be something someone else's hope you know what i mean so um, understanding that and um when it came to empowerment that kind of just kind of came together with it like a you know having the motivation you know and speaking in in more uh, in being able to inspire others like it was something that uh, i definitely felt drawn to ultimately like man i just i want to be that that vessel the best vessel i can you know for the for the lord so if i this was something that I truly found uh, a passion with, and I was I was able to you know create. Well, obviously we have so we're into the the stage of the information era, and social media is like the biggest thing now, the currency that's going through it. So I found joy in just creating content, and why not be able to create content around stuff that you like? So if I can make if I can make mental health awareness, empowerment, um, and you know even when it comes to like being grounded in like your faith and understanding how how resilient you can be if I can make that in a fun way or more relatable way to people, then I feel like I can break some of that stigma, you know, just one person at a time, one conversation at a time, and uh, be able to really, you know, change the narrative around um, mental health awareness around, you know, the conversation about, you know, how, what people are really going through and understanding that we can really come together, really be able to like empower each other just by what we're going
0: through. Man, what power in that message that, Those life experiences that you just talked about, man, the way that you overcame that setback in your own life, experiencing with your mother is just powerful. It speaks to one of our, our pillars that we have is resilience. We talk about how you can't let yourself down or that you can't quit and just keep going. However, you touched on so many aspects of what we're trying to do in our space that Man, I don't even know where to go with this now, dude. (laughs) But
1: (laughs) well, I mean, honestly, bro, I didn't really, you know, plan on going that route with it. But the question took me there. It's it's, it's great,
0: you know. Empowerment is one of the things that I'm really interested in that you've been doing because self -accountability, accountability that I feel is very crucial to what we're doing, where we're going, and what message we're trying to overcome or have overcome in the past.
1: Yeah. I, I love that, man. I mean, I think and empowerment has been definitely a, a, a growing journey for me, like, because I mean, a lot of people, this is the way I look at it, like a lot of people feel like the motivation that they receive from social media or each other is a way of empowering each other. And I mean, in some ways it can be, but I like to look at it like motivation only lasts 24 hours, you know, like empowerment lasts a life. Amen to that. Like you can, you can truly, you can truly like empower somebody to make life changing, you know, uh, steps and, you know, within their journey. But motivation is only going to, you know, be that spark. So like, is it needed? I definitely feel like, you know, there's a need for it because your story is going to, you know, motivate people. Your story can definitely inspire others. But when you, when you can like really hold someone accountable to like the changes that they're making, you then like really put, you show them that it is possible. Like you show them no matter what stage that they're in, no matter what, um, situation or circumstances they're in financial, emotional, um, relational, like it's something that they can definitely, it's like the day is going to come where they they can look back and be like, man, I remember when I thought I couldn't get through this <laughs> <laughs> and now I've been able to, you know, conquer Most X, definitely. Y, and Z. So, I mean, that those, those steps I can definitely, um, I can definitely appreciate that I've been in the position to be able, that people have told me like, Hey, you, you've definitely empowered me in this way. So, and those are, those are something I definitely don't take lightly. So, um, I truly am appreciative of like, you know, the blessing that I've been able to be, to just be able to be that vessel, to be that connection to like, just, even if it's just a couple words or if it's a post, like whatever the case may be, where somebody that I, I, I don't see on a daily basis or I don't talk to on a daily basis can see something and just from their own mind, be able to connect it to what they're going through and feel like, you know what? Okay. I, I can be able to do this. So, uh, Uh, Yeah. I don't know if that
0: answers or, you know, it relates to the question, but no, man, that's accountability is just crucial, especially when you're looking inside of who you are. I feel that my personal belief is that accountability starts with me, you know, and if we're trying to be those vessels for the people around us, if we're not being accountable to what we're trying to do, then how is that message going to be able to be transferred over to someone else? No,
1: absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's, it starts with you like uh, you can't you gotta you gotta work in alignment like your words have to be able to match your action um you, it wouldn't make sense otherwise like you can't be telling somebody to do something that you're not even willing to do yourself um so they definitely most it, definitely it, it definitely hits home when obviously like it's easier for people to kind of like you know talk at the mouth and just you know bark orders or be able to say like oh well, yeah you need to do this you need to do this you need to do that but, I mean, in the same situation, like, are, have you tried it? Have you been able to, like, really be able to make those choices? Have you been yes, able to, yes. like, be still and, like, really think about, like, okay, am I responding or am I reacting to this situation? Like, you know, it it takes some time. It definitely takes practice, but um, it, it, it's, uh, it's really taking that self-inventory of understanding, like, okay, I can't tell somebody X, Y, and Z if, like, I'm not willing to go down the journey myself. Otherwise, like, how... How how verified am I? Like how how can somebody look at me and be like, okay, that's that's someone who walks in their truth. You're a you're a lie, otherwise. Exactly. Man.
0: <laughs> with the people that you've worked with, man, have you shown them or led them down a certain particular routine or steps that you self practice to help them be more self accountable? I
1: I've had, I mean yeah daily routine a, a morning routine uh, more specifically. Um, I've, I've okay. I talked to a couple people, um, recently about really just, uh, starting your day off, like grounded, you know, and whatever okay. that really means to you. So like my day will start, like I, um, I'll definitely, you know, try to hydrate, you know, in the morning, you know, after I, you know, brush my teeth and stuff like that, I, I give my, my gratitude, my thanks to, you know, God for like another day, another opportunity, um, definitely. I dive into, you know, a devotion, um, I get it. I get out my journal. I have like a gratitude journal. So like I'll say, I'll get, it's literally just one line, like something I'm gr- I'm grateful for. Like I'm grateful for, yeah, yeah. you know, having this opportunity to work. I'm grateful for, you know, uh, being a resource to other people. Like I'm grateful, Like whatever the of case course. may be, like I, I put just one thing down for that day. Um, I read some, uh, a scripture, a verse, uh, you know, whatever the, I have like a immense devotional Bible. And I just, it, Thankfully, it has like days, you know, a little little um, excerpt for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just have to read that excerpt, you know, and then get my day going, and then. Uh, hey, man. Yeah, man, and then get a get a workout in. Uh, take take my time. Like, I feel like meditation can be different for any, for anybody. Um, of course, so of course. For me, yeah, having the stillness is good. Going through like a breathwork session, and this is something that can go on for like about like for me about forty five minutes to like almost an hour you know, just yeah, because yeah. It's, that, it's that 45 minutes of an hour that's literally just for me, <laughs> you know? So exactly. the rest of the day is exactly. work, the rest of the day is going into, you know, others in any way that I can, but that 45 minutes to an hour is literally centered just for me. And that's something that um a lot of people, I think, no matter what age you are, you you have to have that time.
0: You really do, man. I mean, I practice self-reflection, self-journaling, as well as, my time. yeah. You know, part of being accountable to myself is having that time to be able to think about what you did yesterday, what you're doing now, how to make yourself better than you were yesterday or the day before, and how you're going to grow from what you learned yesterday. You know, a lot of times I'll sit with my kids and if I'm stressed or I'm angry, or I've just had a, a rough day, yeah, my attitude towards them, my patience with them, or even with my wife, is very minute. You know, it's, it, I can blow up, blow up at the, at the drop of a dime. So it really pushes me to be able to self-reflect and self-think about, okay, I did this. Was this okay? Was it not? How am I going to get better? You know, yeah. so I really do appreciate you really helping support that self-reflection because if we're not self-reflecting, how are we getting better?
1: Yeah, because we're we're not, you know, if like, if you can't, if you can't take note of, you know, the, your, not just your actions, but like your thoughts exactly. and understanding like, you know, where is this coming? Like you can, you can definitely give yourself that time to like, okay, where, why am I even thinking about this? Because sometimes our thought, there are just thoughts. Exactly. So you never want to just kind of like get, um, beat yourself up over like, why am I thinking this? Or why am I having these types of thoughts or whatnot? You know, whatever situation you might be in, just understanding like, okay, I got it and let it go, and you know, and then but being able to, like you said, self reflect and understand, like okay, this is how my day went yesterday. Um, I remember I had this conversation. I remember I felt like this. I responded like this. Was that right? Because I, if I remember right, they responded this way. Like you can break down, like it's really like look over tape of yourself. Yes, <laughs> there's a yes. reason why when it comes down to like you know uh, having all you know, that sports relation why we're looking at tape, why we're looking at certain fundamental keys, you know, that could have changed the game or changed, you know, um, the way you, you respond to a play. It's the same thing with how, with how you go about your day. I'm being able to like, just replay the tape and be like, okay, if you've gone through an argument with a, you know, a certain person or a spouse or or a member, family member or whatnot. Okay. Where, where was it that you were wrong and not looking at it from like your perspective, but like looking at it from an observer, I always like to look like, um, for me I like to look at it like think of yourself in like a third person if you were looking at you and the other person with that same altercation or you know argument or dis- disagreement that you guys had would you be looking at it for you know the, the way that you're like you're viewing it now you know obviously emotions detached you know perspective test just from an observer's point of view and really ask yourself like dang why 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 are you responding that way <laughs> and then you realize <laughs> yeah. like you know. You realize, oh, man, I was tripping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? man. It's,
0: and it's almost to the point where sometimes you get your feelings hurt as a man when they call you out and do something wrong. Because we've been yeah. trained to not accept fault, to not accept that we're wrong in any aspect. We're supposed yeah. to be the leader, the conqueror, the warrior. However, they never teach us to be vulnerable. They never teach us to be wrong. They never teach us to accept when someone else is trying to critique us or even help us. Especially right. now that I'm married, I really have to think about what I'm doing and what my wife is trying to tell me. I have to internalize her message first about yeah. my actions so that I can see, okay, she ha- she was telling me this, but why?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and that, I mean, I'm not in the marriage space just yet, so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I mean, with, with, you know, with the relationships that I've been with, yeah, like I absolutely, like really being able to I, I've learned looking back that there were a lot of times that I was only receiving the message to respond. I wasn't receiving it to understand it, you Amen know, so like that. I, so taking that, taking that time to really be able to like, okay, let me, even if it was coming at a, at a wrong way, in a wrong way, like, you know, if, if the approach was, was wrong, I almost disregard the entire message because I felt like I was attacked in some way. And a lot of times, you know, that can, that can be, you know, tweaked. But it's understanding, okay, like what what the actual message is, and then dealing with the approach later. Like yes. really, you're really being able to get to the solution of it, and not being so tripped up on the little things. And obviously, you know, for some people, they'd be like, "Well, those little things can are what starts all the big fires." And I'm like, "No, I get it, I get it." But as a as a man, like you got to be able to like, okay, are you are you able to like brush certain things off because you know your girl's like on on a, just an emotional thing right now. Like you, for me. I always like when it comes to the relationships part, like you're the ship being the man, you're, you're your, wife, your partner, she's, she's the waves, you know, like she, she's the one that's guiding you there. You're the one directing where are we trying to go? Most so definitely. There might be swaying. There's going to be swaying here and there. And yes. you might get, you know, a, t- a tidal wave here, here and there. You know what I mean? But ultimately like it's, it's being able to like understand like, okay, where are we trying to go? What are we, what are we trying to get to? Yes. What's the solution at hand? And uh really being able to just be focused on that so that way you can calm those waters down
0: <laughs> most definitely man you're we work as a team, you know, yeah, and we work against each other, we're not going to go anywhere it's like a ship without a sail, you know absolutely. you have water there, you have wind, but you're not going to go anywhere, especially during the storm, you know absolutely the only way that we're and able to still know.
1: That. And, she, and she'll know that, you know what I mean? Yes. Like she'll pick that up real quick. Like if she's just kind of, you know, rocking the waves, I mean, to kind of stay with this metaphor of a ship and sail, you know, if she's just, if she's just rocking the boat and taking you any direction, like you're, it's going to, it's, gonna, it's con- complete chaos. It's just yes. complete chaos because you're not going in any direction. She's going in any di- in every direction. And then that's just going to lead you guys into one issue after another. And you forget what the whole point of the, the disagreement was. Exactly. And then you fall down this thing. So, I mean, I know this wasn't a relationship talk, but I know like, I love how like we're kind of diving into it because ultimately like, yeah, it is, it's understanding the value of, of your part as a man, understanding like the vulnerability, being able to accept the criticism and not for, not for the sake of, you know, it being so hurtful, but being able to like, okay, what part of that should I be receiving for myself? But, yeah, exactly. you're absolutely right, man.
0: And that self-accountability of like being able to accept the message, whether it be your spouse, your partner, or even people at work, you know, yeah. people are always coming up to us and telling us, Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't...? So we have to be able to receive the message of why we're doing certain things, why we act a certain way, or is it that we've been conditioned from little boys or even young adults into thinking and doing things a certain way?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 and the conditioning does play a part, right? Like being able to, you know, is this the way? Like, you know, I remember <laughs> um, for me, a lot of times, like my family told me, like, when it came to, like, a fight, like, you know, you, you don't hit the first one, but you're going to hit the last one. <laughs> you know, you, that's usually how it goes. But, I mean, ultimately, like, that every fight doesn't, you know, turn out that way. It's really understand. It doesn't even have to turn out that way. It's like, okay, if someone's, you know, so escalated, you know, and they're coming at you with verbal, you know, accusation, whatever the case may be, that's their problem. You know, like taking what you need to take in, understand what it is. And obviously easier said than done. And that's where of I feel the, self-account of, the, the self accountable, um, the self inventory, the self assessment really like helps out because you, can you really be able to manage your emotions when someone else is going completely off the roof, Most you know, definitely. and like really being able not to take, not to take things so personal, like, if they're completely, you know, on fire with whatever it is that they're coming at you with, maybe right now isn't the best time to talk right now. And just be able exactly. to, like, leave it at that. You know, you don't need to be able to throw more logs in the fire just to try to prove a point or to stick your chest out and say, I was right out Like yes, it, it's not, It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Because ultimately, you're going you're gonna to roll that same energy into a different situation. And yeah, I, I just don't agree with it. But yeah, a self-assessment is truly, a, it's a game changer, man. Definitely.
0: And I totally agree with self-assessment, man. However, what do we do when we've been self-assessing, self-assessing for so long, and yet nothing's changing? How do you advise those people who are going through this on a daily basis, rude bosses, crude bosses who are always demeaning them? What do you tell the people then?
1: Like, like in the workspace? Like yeah, if, the
0: uh, workspace or even at home
1: yeah so like if you feel like if they were to feel like disrespected i'm trying to like get the question yeah. yes sir so so, I mean,
0: so say you're at work okay and you've been working you've been working with them on self-accountability self-reflection but then their environment never changes it's always negative towards them i mean there's only a certain amount of time that i can take it as a man you know so absolutely. What do you do then?
1: yeah so i mean that's that's where it, it it's it falls on you right because i mean i, I feel like the self-assessing is really being able to like okay let me sit back and like really be able to like look at how this situation is playing out like am I doing my am I doing my job to the fullest you know in case of the workspace example okay yes do I constantly feel like my boss is a jerk because of the way he speaks to me and the rest of you know the my coworkers okay it seems that way <laughs> it definitely seems it definitely, definitely looking like that I've gotten that, that feeling I've talked to coworkers and gotten that and gotten that same response okay so what action can I take to, to, you know, like okay. decrease this? Can I, can I actually take into the step and talk to my boss about like the way that, you know, he or she is really coming at at the coworkers. And you can do that in a respectful way, right? You of course, most definitely. Act out, act out on emotion is literally just like putting that, putting them in their place. Well, I don't want to say putting them, but checking them, you know what I mean? Really being yeah. able to check, like, if you want your, the results that you're looking for, the environment has to be right. And then ultimately, like that's within a workspace, really being able to trust that I can come to my boss with a critique of, again with them and not feel yes. so ridiculed about about it. And if that doesn't change, then you're in the wrong space. Most <laughs> you know, be able to understand you you have the capabilities. I think like a lot of people get stuck and i mean everyone's situation is different and i understand like especially now financial situations are really yes you know rocky for anybody so Most yeah, yeah. i'm not saying like it's so easy oh just to get up and leave your job but make a plan to definitely change your environment like if it is something that you feel that i've talked to my boss i've talked you know i've i've voiced how i've been feeling about how i've been treated at this workspace mm-hmm. it's not something i want to continue doing then make a plan to be able to like, okay, I'm giving myself three months, 90 days or six months to be able to like find another uh, job that I can get into. Okay. So that way I'm not dealing with this same situation moving forward. But a lot of people don't do that. They just want to plant their their trees and then continue complaining or, you know, like use their time outside work to basically complain and, and just yes, binge yes. And be able to like, you know, find like some sort of pity party. But like you have to be able to take Take that accountability for yourself. Like if you're not somewhere where you feel like you're respected or you're or you're valued, then there's there's no reason why you're there. You're it's your space that you're staying there.
0: Yeah, most definitely. We all encounter those people. We even have family members, friends, who stay in that space, that mindset of well, this is what it, it's going to be, but I can't do anything about it. But we're oh, always yeah. able to do something about it, even if it takes six months, twelve months. You know, as long as we create a plan on how to get there then there's nothing stopping us.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, a lot of people will kind of throw the excuse. Well, it's paying the bills. OK, but that is not the only thing that can pay your bills. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. you're, in, you're in 2021. Well, going into 2022. There's so many resources. There's so many avenues you can go to be able to make you know money. And obviously, you know, people that are like in high positions, they're like, well, if I leave now, I'm losing benefits. I'm, leaving, I'm losing this X, Y and Z. So make your plan, you know, like That no one's telling you to just drop everything and leave. Like be strategic. Be strategic with your next move. Like it isn't just you in in the event of like you have a family. Like you have a family to provide for. But your family's not going to benefit if you're coming home stressed out all the time or completely hate what you're doing. Or you're coming home with like all this this just energy like built up. You know aggression and resentment that has that really has no one to blame but you. You So. Uh, it's it's definitely something I feel like a lot of people, accountability is a hard thing because it, it, call, it calls you to really be able to look at yourself and be like, okay, what what part of this is my fault? And people don't want to hear
0: Most it. Most definitely. You, you don't want to hear. No, we don't want to hear what's wrong with us or what we're doing wrong. Yeah. Especially if we are not willing to put in the work or make a plan to get out of where we're at. Yeah.
1: It it calls you to do something. like It, 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 exactly. it takes the off of everyone else and is like, Oh, damn, like you mean i tell telling me I really have to, I have to look for another job now or I have to actually start, oh, I'm comfortable. Like, you know, like maybe it's not that bad. Okay. So then you don't want to make a change.
0: Exactly. You gotta, we don't want to make the changes necessary or even put in the work. Yeah. Even after we, go, we come home, we work 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours a week, but yet we're so miserable that we don't feel motivated, quote unquote, you know, <laughs> we don't have the desire more like it to change our way. Because it requires us to learn a learn a new skill, put in the work after hours or stop watching TV. Oh, heaven forbid we watch we stop watching TV to change our ways, right?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Like it 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 costs, like if, if people want to like make that change, like it's really gonna cause you to have to make a change as well. And that, yes. and a lot of people aren't comfortable enough to be able to do that. Like when it comes to, and that goes for anything. It comes like whether it be changing like, you know, your job space you know, your hat, your eating habits, you know, like on a yes. physical level, like really being able to like, all right, so if I want to get this, I got to go to the gym. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? If <laughs> I know, want like, this, I got to do this? Yeah. So if I, you mean to tell me, I can't just like, you know, start eating carrots and things are going to change. Like, no, no, it's not, it doesn't work that there's a, way. Like there's a, there's a system in play. There's steps you got to take to be able to like to start doing that. And it doesn't have to be like a complete change overnight. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people kind of get so overwhelmed because, for one, you know, social media like can bombard us with all of these different, you know, resources, all these different, you know, this this surplus of information. That, yes, I mean, for somebody who's just trying to get started and just trying to make a simple change, it's like I don't even know where to start. Exactly, <laughs> so man. So it- just stripping those down.
0: Hey there, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our episode on building your personal kingdom. I want to thank Donovan, first of all, for allowing us to come into his personal space and learn about what he's doing and how he's changing the world around him. I also want to thank you, the listener, for taking this time to grow with us and allowing us to share the message of living well, feeling well. I'd like to ask a small favor of you, though. Would you leave us a five-star review and let us know how we're doing, what you thought of this episode, and what resonated with you the most? We'd really appreciate it. Thank you again. And now back to the show. Exactly. In the space that I work with, I work with a lot of clients who are trying to make changes for their, for their health, whether it be because they want to be healthier or because it's mandated by a doctor. However, they feel like they have to be able to run a marathon tomorrow. They don't realize or think about starting walking 15, 20 minutes a day for the first three months is going to make a lifelong impact in accomplishing those goals they want to. They want it now. They want it now, not six months from now. They want to go from where they're at now, not do any work, and get to where they want to be.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you can't... (laughs) You can't turn around 10 years of you know not caring about yourself and try to make a decision today and be like, all right, in the first two weeks, I don't see anything happening. Well, you got 10 years of a lifestyle that you got to change.
0: You know? Yeah, most definitely, man. And we can't self-reflect if we're not willing to put in the work or empower ourselves to make those changes if we're not wanting to work. It all boils down to self-accountability of what we really want.
1: Yeah. And, and, how, and what was it, it going to take for you to get there? You know, really being able to like, okay, I'm here. I'm trying to get over there. What are the steps that I have to take together? Like really reverse engineering. Like, okay, it's going to take me to do, you know, getting up, you know, early in the morning because I my work, you know, at 10 o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever the case may be, till about six and I get home and I'm with the family and I got to eat. Okay, cool. So if I don't have time for like a workout, okay, well, that means you got your day has to start earlier. You know? Mm -hmm. So if I got to start waking up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning, instead of seven o'clock or eight o'clock, that's something that I have to do. And that might be just waking up at that time. Like you don't necessarily have to wake up to start you know lifting or jogging or get used to waking up at that time period. You know, yes. it might take, take a couple of days of just like, if you're used to waking up at 8 o'clock, try 7.30, 7 o'clock, see what that hour does for you right now. And that could be yes. just waking up, drinking some water, even if, you know, um, if, if it means waking up to watch TV or whatever, just wake up earlier so you can be like, okay, I can do that now. You know, I've gotten that belief of being able, now I can do that. Okay, now what, what's the reason I'm doing this for? Okay, I'm trying to wake up so that way I can get a workout in. And then go yeah, go start, like you said, getting that walk-in, going to the gym, just just getting more active so that way you can knock that out in the day and then the rest of your day is what, you, what uh, everything else you have to do. A week, yes, two weeks, definitely. three weeks of that consistently and you start building that discipline and now it's like, oh, wow, like I've gone, you know, two months straight and I've been able to do that and all of a sudden, I feel better. Who would have thought? Exactly. You know I mean? Who would have <laughs> thought? You know,
0: Dave Ramsey has a certain strategic step process, baby steps, he calls them yeah. to get out of debt. The same thing could we could apply to our life. And when we're trying to change something is creating baby steps for us, for ourselves. You know, like you talked about getting up 30 minutes early for the first two weeks and then adding another 15 minutes. And then after another two weeks, another 15 minutes, we all know it takes about 21 to 22 days to create a habit. It's not yeah. going to happen overnight. Yeah. But if we don't start putting in the work now, when are we when are we ever going to get there?
1: Right, right. No, absolutely. Like taking it taking it down. And I mean, for some people they don't need to like, you know, just take it down to the baby baby steps, but for others they do. You know, like some mm-hmm. people don't see oh, I I don't see myself waking up at six o'clock AM. Okay, yeah. well then see yourself waking up at seven and go from there at six thirty. And then if you can do six thirty, you for sure can do six. <laughs> you know, like it was only thirty minutes. <laughs>
0: yes. So ultimately, like, it's what works best for you.
1: Yes, it's what works best. For you. Like there's not a cookie cutter way to do it. Like you literally, no. you literally have to just like kind of take it down to what you feel like is possible and get closer to that, to where it's like, okay, I remember two about two months ago, I didn't think this was even any I can I can do this. Now all of a sudden I'm doing it every day. Exactly. So it's really, it's really creating like that belief. Like that's why I've, I firmly, you know, um, believe in that fact of like, okay, just taking those steps towards, you know, creating every day, create the type. And that's what I feel like that whole, that, that, uh, thought of, you know, creating the life you want. I feel like that's what it starts like being able to truly do the work, like you said, and hold yourself accountable to creating little things in your, in your daily habits that, you know, start Coming out into a week, a month, a year, yes. and all of a sudden your completely life has changed because you started creating little habits every day. Yes, little
0: habits that have great impacts over the course of your life is where it really is 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 the golden nugget.
1: Facts, facts, and 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 that that starts you know creating a, a domino effect. You know, like with yes. those that you're around with the, your family. You know, some people won't like some of the choices you make and. That's okay. Like you just, that, that stirs up a whole nother pot, but I mean, you have to understand what's right for you and be able to like, okay, dang, I, I realized I focused on myself and now I have no friends. Exactly. <laughs> and that's okay. That's, that's okay, be okay
0: too. Friends come and go true fr- friends and family will stay with you no matter yeah, what.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, I've spent a lot of time when I was younger, people pleasing, you know, trying to make sure that I pleased everybody around me except myself. Yeah. You know, we spend a lot of times trying to impress our friends, our family with what we have, but never really stopping and realizing that the only person we need to impress is God,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, we lose our self-identity when we start focusing on other people and shifting our vision from what God has already
1: set forth. Yes. And it it definitely, it definitely comes like we, we touched on like the conditioning part, like, um, I, I've, I've seen myself do it as well. You know, being, being able to, for one, look at, from, look at it from like a man's perspective. I'm like, okay, I know I can handle it. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna help it. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. Like, I know I can, I can do it. It's exactly. not something I want to do, but you know, I'm going to do it anyway. And then I just, I find myself getting drained and it's not, it's not right because ultimately like you're, you're looking at it in a selfish way because for one, depending on the situation, like if you're helping somebody and you're continually helping the same person over and over again for the sake of, well, I, they need the help. They can't do it. Well, that's being selfish. Like you're literally taking power away from somebody just because you feel like you're the only one that can do it. And when you exactly. start shifting, like the per when you start shifting the perspective, you're like, Oh dang. Okay. You know what? Yeah. I need to like help this person by having them do certain things on their own. Exactly. And, uh, every situation's different, but. Being able to allow please can definitely something, uh, it's something that, uh, depending on your situation, you can really do that self-assessment and really understand like, okay, why am I feeling like I'm the only person that can help? Why am I feeling like I have to say yes all the time? You know, why like. is that? And really diving deeper into, you know, the aspect, like, you no, know, you can say no, <laughs> you can, yes. definitely you can definitely tell somebody, no, I, I can't go out tonight. No, I, I, I can't help you with that. I'm sorry. Like and it doesn't have to be anything other than the fact that I just don't want to, <laughs> you know,
0: it's okay to say no.
1: That's a way to say no. Like you, I think we, we have to be able to like, understand like people, you can, you can tell somebody, no, I, I cannot do that. It's not being negative. It's not being like, you're not seen as an, as an ass or anything like that. It's just literally what it is. And people have to be able to, yeah, people have to be able to understand how they receive that is going to, is completely on them. And that's, that's, that's that's taking the next steps, right? Being able to like, look at somebody who received your response and they can take it completely negative and you have to be able to be like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, (laughs) that's about it. (laughs) We can, we can try to figure out like another way. Maybe there's someone else who can help you out, whatever the case may be. I just know I can't, you know, I can't be able to do that. And that's just,
0: that should be just where it's at. Yeah. There's great power in saying no, you know, and self-enabling or enabling others is a crucial mistake that we as parents make a lot of times, you know, or even in relationships, toxic relationships, or even helping out friends, enabling people, people's behavior, their attitudes says a lot about who we are as well. If we're people pleasers, or if we're even aware of what we're doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's where that self-assessment comes in. Like that's where, you know, where, where I feel like journaling really comes in really understanding like, okay, uh, was it something like where, where what's the intention behind what I'm doing right now? Most you definitely. Know, what, what is the intention of this other person? Like sometimes you won't have that answer, but at least all you can do is really understand like, okay, why am I choosing to do this? Am I self-enabling? Like, am I allowing myself to like really be able to to step in this situation and do it for me or am I doing it because I feel like I'm obligated to exactly. You know, and, uh, those, those are the questions. Like we don't, at least I feel like a lot of people don't, um, care to ask themselves. So they end up just doing things. They end up just yes. you know doing it for the sake of doing it. But when you start kind of like stopping and, and this is where I feel like meditation and all those practices really help because it, it gives you that, it gives you that practice of being able to be like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> Pause for a second. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me see what's going on. You know. Yes. We hear about in parenting. We hear we hear about helicopter parents. You know, always hovering, trying to save their kid or trying to save their friends, and that's not okay. Yeah. Kids and friends learn through failure. How are we going to learn? You know,
1: failing is okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about how many times like you might have had a failing in in your life. You know, think about. I look at how many times, like I've looked at things that i am like okay, that was, that didn't go out the way I, I, I looked at it. And people don't, I mean, they have a, a an association of failure as like a bad thing. If the word trips you up, then don't think of it like that. Like no. you, it wasn't a, it wasn't a failure. It was a lesson. During experience, didn't start, it just didn't it, it just didn't turn out the way you exactly. wanted it to. Yes, you know. So now that you you've done the experience, now that you you went during this route, you know what doesn't work. Try try flipping some things and you know, tweaking some things and exactly and see how it works out the next time. If you know, obviously depending on the, the circumstance. But yeah, man, I mean a lot of people I feel that when it comes to no or failure, um, they they're so associated it to being something negative. Where yeah. it doesn't have to be, but if they're so hung up on the word, then change the word. Change the perspective. You know, what, change the perspective, create a new narrative. You know what I mean? Yes. Like be like be able to change the story and be like, okay. All right. I used to see this as like a failure. I used to see this as X, Y, and Z. But now I look at it as an opportunity for growth. Now I look exactly. at it as a lesson for me to, for me to do something better. Um, it, it sounds like you know something small and minute, but it's those are the things that you know change a complete mindset after a yes. while, right?
0: Most definitely. You 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 bring up the mindset. Our mindset is one of the strongest things that we have as a self-reflective tool. If yeah. We don't have a growth mindset or a mindset that's going to help us learn and grow and learn from what we're doing. Then what are we doing? Dying. Exactly. Yeah, we're 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 coasting through life without a mission, without a purpose. You know, in today's uh, Bible study, you know, it talked about missing the mark because we're not seeking God first. Ultimately, we should seek God first, and everything else will fall into place if we're putting work. Our friends, our career, or anything that we have or our desires above what God is saying or seeking Him first, we're missing the mark. We're really not growing. It's it's pointless.
1: Yeah. And and that and I feel like I truly like, you know, resonate with that with really being able to to find that purpose, like find like where where what part of your gifts, you know, shine, you know, the brightest, even if it's just somewhat brighter than you know, normal day. Like when like what are you what have you found in this experience of life up to this yes. point that you feel like, okay, I love doing this. Okay. Is it something that, you know, you feel like you're in a place of service to do, yes, you know, sometimes. like, are you able to like, you know, bring some sort of impact to other people or some sort of positivity or some something to other people? Like, are you in a place of service when you're doing something that's, that's great. And people will be like, well, I, I mean, I enjoy work, but I don't see where it's like, okay, well, strip it down. Like, think of it as, don't think of it as just a job. Think of it as like something that you're actually like providing us some sort of solution to someone else.
0: Exactly. And,
1: and, uh, and then, and then that's for the, I mean, for those that like feel like, oh, well, I don't think I'm good at anything or I don't think I'm this X, this Y, and Z, like uh, you got to get out, got to get out of that Were you able to really like find like, okay, what brings you joy? Yes. Uh, what do you what do you feel like, you know, God's been able to put in your path at this point? That's like, OK, I do. I do feel like I, I can do this. OK, then do it. Learn, learn how to learn how to do it better. Learn how to be able to, like, you know, get get a revenue from it. Learn how to be able to, like, turn it into something that is profitable, not just for you, but for others and your family. Definitely. Um, be, a, you know, be a creator in a way that, like, you know, God's like been able to, to show you that you can be. Uh, in any way, in any sort that, that calls for you to do so. So yeah, man, like I truly, I, I feel that being able to, that focus on your purpose and uh, people have like, you know, a connotation on what this is. They think it's like this profound thing. I mean, it can be, it absolutely can be, but it has to, It's it starts by your mindset, your perspective on what you do every day. Um, yes. Your purpose can literally just be being the best parent you can be. You know, being the best brother or son or daughter that you can be like, your purpose can be literally shifting your family's uh, perspective on how they view relationships, on how they view money, on how they view, you know, society, like that could have been your purpose, you know, like, and you can just continue, continue growing in that. So, I mean, I, I truly find, you know, like everyone's purpose is different. I feel like there's levels to it. Um, as you grow, as the capacity of like your mindset continues to grow, but ultimately like, yeah, it starts with having a growth mindset, believing that you can, there, there are more extensions to what, to what yes. you have right now. You know what I mean? And that's
0: a different topic and way more <laughs> in depth than, than we want to get into at this moment. Don't we? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah, man. I think that also you hit, you hit something very important with our family trees, you know, Things have been done in our life as well as our family for so long in a certain way. Our generational tree looks the same way. I I feel like it's my purpose to change my generational tree, the, the debt, the way that they handle money, the way that they believe, the way they think and start breaking those generational curses that have plagued our tree
1: forever. Yeah, man. And it it takes, it takes that growth mindset to even feel like, there's something wrong with it, and not to say that they've been um like when I talk about as far as like my parents or you know my family, like not to say they've been doing something wrong the whole time, i mean I, in some ways, I could feel like they have been, but, <laughs> yes. but i can I could understand like they're only they're only acting and moving at the capacity that they know, like yes. you know like you only know what you know, you don't know what you don't know, kind of type of thing exactly so if I'm at a point where like i'm um, you know, in this, in this generation where I'm taking in a lot of a different perspective on how Mm -hmm. information is seen on different aspects, different routes. Like I'm going to take that in as much as I can and realize like, okay, there is a different way that we can keep going. And this is something I try to, you know, kind of instill in my brother, just from like being an example um, where you can be able to do different avenues. Like, that may cause you to be the black sheep in the family, you know, <laughs> but Most
0: definitely,
1: man. that black sheep is what's going to definitely stir up some new colors on your family tree. Like, Most you're tough. not looking at, you're not the only one coming off uh, of a branch with the same color. Now, now you're like sprouting new seeds. Now you're, you know, being able to nourish in a whole new way. And it may sound like, Oh, well it's just you, but you are going to be literally the catalyst that can literally disrupt that the way that, your kids or you know the grandkids end up seeing things from now yes. on yes yes and,
0: um,
1: that's something truly like i feel like it's important and even like not to just say from the generations to come but uh and it, being able to just be that spark you know like within our parents lives where it's like it could be just enough to for them to think something different because i know it's yeah. a lot of i mean I, I can only speak for myself but my parents are pretty stubborn <laughs> so when trying to you know uh stir them into like a new path i mean i've i've been hit with locked doors a lot of times so yes. but um i can definitely say that i mean there has been moments where i see that they're open to you know what i have to say there yeah. but there's times where i've noticed that they have listened now those are very they, they come very few but it's but very empowering I'll, I'll I'll take them. You know what I mean? Like yes. I'll take it. I'll take that one time that I had a conversation with my dad that I felt like he listened, he understood, he received what I said. Then any other, than any other time that where it's like, he just kind of brushed me off, you know, yeah. cause it, it can, it can literally be that one time that gives opening for the next one. Most definitely. You know, so, Especially uh,
0: coming from a multicultural background like you do as well yeah. as an emphasis in, my culture being Hispanic, you know, we have grown and, and we were forced to believe that certain behaviors or certain help was unacceptable because unless we're crazy or we're at, at the verge of dying, you know, yeah. seeking help for our mental health was unacceptable. And those yeah. doors
1: were only open for people who are going crazy, for instance, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and I mean, it, it definitely, and that's what I mean by changing like a narrative, like when it comes to mental health awareness. I'm um, seeing what I like being a uh, being in the family where I've seen it, you know, different different ways play out, like from, you know, my mom and seeing her going through the ups and downs with like, you know, her, you know, mental health, seeing it play out in the relationship with her and my dad, seeing how it affected me, how it affected my brother, um, different aspects within the family, like, you know, dynamic. I've I've been able to see like when I speak up on certain things like the the looks I would get. Or I'll yes. hear certain certain conversations like when we go to like other families' house when it comes down to it, like therapy is seen in such a negative aspect. Most and them. I've I've heard it with, you know, other other families as well. Like, you know, I wanted to change that. You know, like me like studying, you know, psychology and being in the you know, the space of mental and behavioral health. Like I didn't want to continue like seeing that as like such a as negative aspect was that where did I see where there was like holes and gaps and where like, I see where, Oh, I see why that that they think that way. Absolutely. But there isn't a system that's perfect. And I feel that, you know, you have to really kind of understand that. And if you're in a space where it's like, you can be able to be that catalyst of, you know, how people view, you know, in my, in my case, you know, therapy or like mental health services, then I'm going to try to be the best catalyst and disrupt as much as I can. You know, so um, definitely, I, I can definitely, you know, agree and, you know, relate with, you know, on the Latin side of how therapy is viewed, um, considering even on the, you know, African American side, you know, within the family, like, uh, it's definitely, it's shunned upon, like, it's it's, yes. it's not necessarily something that's, that's always seen as an option, you know, you have to, especially like within like a male's perspective, you got to be able to just figure it out. It's you know, very like, taboo almost. Yeah, like, it's it's, it's not something because I feel like it's cause co- it causes you to be vulnerable. It, yes. ca- um, it causes you to be really trusting into the person that you're talking to and being able to like view being able to be open up without the sense without the fear of like judgment.
0: Exactly. And
1: I think I think that a lot of people like don't under, they underestimate how much fear that they're moving in. Um, That they realize where it's actually projecting in ways when they kind of start, when they start talking about their emotions or when they start talking about their past, their trauma or their triggers. Like a lot of people are moving in fear and yes, it's just something to accept and really be able to understand it. But it doesn't have to be something you're living with constantly.
0: Now, uh, being able to overcome that fear that we talk about, as well as knowing that someone will always be there for you. You know, yeah. a lot of times we as men have that that view that even if we wanted to talk to somebody, nobody's going to be there to listen or that what, if we do tell them it's going to make us look weak or when we do tell them they're going to use what we say against us, whether at work, in our social circle, in our family. So we live in that constant fear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's where, you know, kind of, what we talked about the whole workspace, like your environment takes place, like are yeah. you in an environment where you feel safe, where you feel safe enough to be open? And if you don't and you feel like you need to talk to somebody and you're constantly feeling like I have nobody to talk to, I hate to say it, you put yourself in an environment where you feel like you have no one to talk to, you know? I mean, yeah. it, it comes down to an accountability part. Like, are you in a space where you feel like, man, I don't feel like I can handle this right now. Do I have someone to speak to? Exactly. And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean everybody in your circle should be your go-to, no. but it definitely, it definitely like, it puts the responsibility on you where it's like, do I have somebody? Do I trust somebody enough? Like, um, we had a, we had a call on, um, this past week on levels of trust level, you know, one being, um, Oh, I have the notes I should have brought them, but, uh, there's different levels of obviously trust and up to like about five and five being someone that you like your spouse, like someone that you put complete trust and openness into, but, you know, being able to understand that not everybody is equipped to be at a four or five in your life or they're not equipped to be three like they only have the capacity of being a two they only have the capacity of being a one in your life and you have to be able you have to be able to like understand that and as much as you want somebody to be like oh i want them to be a four you know a level four of trust in my life they can be you just have to be able to understand that so there definitely comes a responsibility into it there comes an acceptance But it's, I feel like it's, it's you being accountable of like, okay, what type of circle am I keeping around me? Exactly.
0: You know, um, there's a book by Judy Robinette who talks about the 550, 100 rule. You know, the first circle is the top five people in that circle that you would trust your life with. So that would be the people that you're able to hold you accountable when you need something or have those moments that you just need someone to talk to that at the drop of a dime, they'd pick up a phone call you know, or return your phone call within a few minutes or, or that same day. And then that's where we as men, I feel we neglect that aspect of creating those long lasting, nurturing relationships. And we want to keep everybody about six feet from us, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and there, there comes like, I feel like there, there's definitely, you know, an understanding when it comes to like knowing the space to, to have between people Because especially if you're in a place like, I mean, like, like in your place, in your case, like you have a family, Mm -hmm. so not everybody you're going to want at close distance because that's your family. You know what I mean? So like you're, there comes a point where it's like, it's very concerning. Like I'm going to, you're going to get levels with me before I let you anywhere near, you know, my wife, my kids and all that, because you need to, you need to like, there's levels to this, you know? Exactly. So it's not a free for all it isn't a free for all. And then that doesn't mean that you're so strict or that doesn't mean that, Oh, like, why are you, why are you like that? And it's just, no, that's my family. And I, I, i I protect them no matter what, you know, being able to be in that space, but understanding like that, uh, when it comes to, you know, out of that space and then it, it is just you being open enough to be able to receive someone. Like when it comes down to, you know, having a conversation, when it comes down to, criti- you know, a, a social critique or whatever the case may be, Understanding, like, um, I don't have to be the lone wolf, you know, all the time, every time. That doesn't always show strength, you
0: know what I mean? Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Even um, we talk about a lone wolf, you know, there's a wolf pack, you know. They're known for being fearless and being isolated creatures, but yet they walk in packs. They help each other, you know. Even the leader gets help from the pack. Right. That's how we should be. We should have a pack. With us that will hold us accountable, hold us to a higher standard, but yet protect us and protect the people around us.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a big thing to have, like, those three, right? It's, it's one, the accountability. Like, can, can, I, can I be held accountable or can I be helped with um, holding my accountability exactly. around the group of people that I'm in? Um, will they help me to grow? Like, that's, I think, a lot of, pe- a lot of people kind of miss. Um, because, yeah, you might get people that help you, you know, that when you need it, you might get people that hold you accountable. But will they grow? Like, will they grow you? Will they yes. grow with you? You know exactly. what I mean? Like, like it's having those three or, you know, like that you mentioned, obviously other other things take place as well. But really understanding at what level, yeah, what level is my circle? Am I getting to yes. a point where I, I've been held accountable? I'm growing. I'm growing. But now I see that my my, my pack isn't growing anymore. Yes, you know, and or you might be in a position where it's like, okay, I need a, uh, not necessarily dismissing them, but I need some, some, a group of people that are going to actually grow with me, because I'm, because exactly. it's going to come to a point, just like in a relationship, you're going to outgrow some fight, exactly. and if you're not growing with, if you're not growing with me, then all right, like I love you, but my brother, <laughs> you yes, need um, we got to gotta gotta move
0: on, got to move on, yeah, man, it's been a great conversation, man, and but I want to ask you one last question
1: talk
0: to me if you could summarize what we talked about and give all of our listeners some little nugget or a summary or even advice of what we talked about like what would be the highlight reel of our conversation
1: you are responsible for the kingdom you Amen to that amen to that you are responsible for the kingdom you create. I feel that anything that requires like when it comes to your family, when it comes to your work, when it comes to, you know, you're finding your purpose, like it, it, the responsibility is on you, you know, to be able to like, you know, nurture, you know, yourself, grow yourself to the point where like those around you are starting to feel the same. Um, When it comes to, you know, finding a partner, when it comes to building a family, um, building a, an environment a culture like around yourself to so where it's like people that don't vibe with you right? they'll know that you're at a different level people that do they'll know that you're at that level you know what i mean like you like people i think underestimate that you do radiate a, a light you do radiate you know an energy around you that uh people can feel when you start believing that it's yours when you start owning yourself and owning yourself doesn't mean just walking powerfully with your chest out that means like owning yourself when you mess up as well like being able to like be accountable and be like you know what okay that was that was me i am my bad like how, how can i how can i make this better asking for help seeking the help when you know you're um you need it um being aware of like what the things that you're struggling with um that i think all plays a part when it comes to uh when it comes to really building that kingdom and building the the type of life and creating the type of life that you actually want to continue living so
0: you are definitely 100% true on that man. Creating our kingdom is all about boundaries, seeking help, asking for help, accepting fault, and growing as an individual. But not only that. Living well, feeling well, as well as being kind, being good people, and being able to create a kingdom that makes change, positive changes. For everyone else around us
1: amen man amen because i mean if you want your family to grow with you man you know you don't want to be the only one doing x y and z like i mean this is a generational thing we're trying to build here so um being aware of that is is definitely like you said living well being well so I, I'm, with, I'm with it i love that
0: amen to that man i want to thank you for this time and just really appreciate your honesty your candidness your vulnerability first, man, to be able to bring the message of your struggles, as well as how you overcame that, man, you've hit home runs today, man. And I really appreciate that. And I want to thank all of our listeners today and remind everybody to be kind, be well, live well, so that you can feel well. Thanks again, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode.